Yo guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Investing Show. This is where we talk about investing, business, and being successful in life. So today I'm going to be talking about how to deal with psychology in the stock market. How does the stock market work? So basically, what happens is a bunch of people put their money into a bunch of different companies, and then they expect the company to go up, and if it goes down, they start crying. Well. This is basically what happens to most people. Not all of you, because after this episode, well, you'll stop crying. I'm not kidding. So, how does psychology affect the stock market? Well, if the well if the market goes up, psychology is going to say, okay, let's sell. And if the market goes down, psychology is going to be like, sorry, if the market goes up, we'll be like, okay, let's buy. Because everyone's buying, and that's why the market's going up. Everyone seems to be making easy money. Everyone wants, to. and when the market goes down, people will be like, "Okay, let's sell. Shit, I'm screwed. Everyone's selling. I think you and we should sell." And this way, buying high and selling low, what is it going to do? It's going to produce a loss for you. It's simply going to be losing money. You won't make a single dollar in the market when you continue like this. So. There are two things that contribute to this. One is following the herd, and two is wanting to make a quick buck. Well, how does this work? So, what exactly is the role of making a quick buck? Because that's the more important of the two. Well, people always want to make a quick buck. I always be like, okay, let's see. In about one week, I'd be making three hundred dollars if I bought this share. I mean, that's what people estimate. And they end up making that or far more. There's a lot of speculation going on. For example, if in 1929, especially, uh, but in the prior, in the preceding years, all the way up to 1929, a stock could fly up from dollar hundred to dollar four hundred in a matter of months, because. That's how bad. That's how much speculation was. AT&T was selling at over four hundred dollars a share. Today, it's selling at about thirty dollars a share. So, everybody wants to make a quick buck, and that's probably the dumbest thing people try and do. As Warren Buffett has said, the dumbest reason to buy stock is simply because it's going up. Because if a stock is going up, it might as well turn around and go down again, and no one's going to care about you because stock doesn't care who. If you ever start feeling okay, the stock just hates me. You're just wrong because the stock doesn't care who owns it. And then, what is herd mentality? Herd mentality is just following what everyone is doing. So, for example, let's say people, everyone's buying Amazon because right now everyone is buying Amazon and Netflix because they actually beat earnings and they just flew up really quickly and everyone wants to make a quick buck. So these two are just interrelated. So they'll be like, okay, I think even I should buy Amazon. I should buy Netflix. They don't look at the balance sheet. They don't look at the income statement. They don't look at the cash flow statement. They don't look at any of the fundamentals. They don't look at the profitability ratios, and they just jump into Amazon. Well, that's dumb. That's clearly dumb. I mean, who wants to, you know, jump in, jump on board to a ship which is already full? Amazon has basically reached what it can. In my opinion, again, 
as I said in the last episode, disclaimer, don't sue me if the stock continues to go up and doesn't go down and you open a short position on it. Um, <coughs> sorry. So, these two are the major forces, major psychological forces that affect you in the stock market. Herd mentality and the wanting to make a quick buck. So, how can you overcome these forces? One is unsubscribe to CNBC make sure that you just block CNBC and CNN and any kind of, any kind of financial site or I mean have market watch or something like that I mean market watch is more neutral it doesn't start blaring its microphone out when something goes wrong but I mean, like the Wall Street Journal is more reasonable but that's the important part well for example let's say uh, let's say uh, Amazon drops $30 in a day and people can't take this loss. So $30 is a little more than around let's see one one but okay it's around two to three percent. So what happens? People will start feeling bad. But then the thing is if you don't stack if you don't check your stock price, if you don't have CNBC blaring out Amazon is going into a recession, we're gonna have a recession, we're gonna have whatever blah blah and if you just remove that out of your mind if you just take that out of your head and you just stop I mean just stop with CNBC and CNN it would be amazing I mean like CNBC okay it plays um, it shows the time in most useless one thousandth of a second I mean how is what happens to a stock in one thousandth of a second gonna affect you and if you sit down and what and then Another thing you can do is stop sitting down and watching the market all the time. I mean, you can check your stock price once a day. Warren Buffett is known for checking the Berkshire stock price once in two weeks. He just checks it once in two weeks to make sure that, okay, it's still at a reasonable level. Because if it's not, he'll probably just use some personal work to go and buy even more stock. And that's Warren Buffett for you. So, just remove stock prices from your uh, from your mind and from your head and stop watching them all day doesn't make a difference what happens today does it will die uh, the simplest question to ask you when are you going to sell the investment and investment is for 10 years so you're going to sell it after 10 years so does what happened today matter tomorrow not really does it how uh, does it matter one week from now no it doesn't matter 10 years from now when you're going to sell your investment no it simply does not matter 10 years from now and if would it uh, will it ever matter? No, it will never ever matter what happens today. For example, what happened last Wednesday? Nobody really cared what happened three Wednesdays ago. I mean, three or four Wednesdays ago, uh, the Dow Jones made their biggest gain ever, a thousand eighty-six points gain, uh, which was about four to five percent. And that was a big, big game, but nobody really cares about it today. Where do you see CNBC talking about that? And if and then if you miss EPS estimates, do you remember which companies missed EPS estimates uh, last quarter? Uh, neither do I. And, uh, and that was only last quarter because it does not matter in the long run. Just ask yourself, what matters in the long run? Does today's earnings matter in the long run? Do future earnings matter in the long run? Yes, future earnings do matter. But do one, does one quarter's earnings solely affect? Because in 10 years, you're going to have 40 quarters. And out of 40 quarters, you have one in which you've missed earnings so far. 
or if you have even 10 that you've missed turning so far no one really gives a sh- no one really gives a crap because no one really gives a damn because it's one quarter it's just one quarter and if it's one quarter is about two and a half percent of the time it's missed earnings which means 97 and a half percent of the time it's met earnings or it's a beaten earnings so if it misses out on one quarter that's still okay also why and then how so how do you stop following the crowd stop reading analyst reports because analysts are just dumb people for example warren buffett doesn't trust any analyst except his biographer alice schroeder uh, so just for your reference or just for your information uh, she wrote a book called the snowball warren buffett and the business of life go read it. it's a great book so that is one of the biggest ways you can stop you stop listening to analysts stop listening to the guy who predicted the last correction How do you remember who predicted the crash in 2002? Do you remember who predicted the 2008 big financial recession? Do you remember which one analyst sitting there on the 50th floor of the JP Morgan building on 40 Wall Street remembers what exactly was when it happened in 2008? No, neither do I. Do you remember the guy who predicted the correction in Feb uh, last year? No, neither do I. Because that simply doesn't work. You do not don't listen to anyone else. Just do your own research. and as uh, Peter Lynch rightfully says do the fundamentals of your company don't change if it's still just as profitable if it still has a margin of 20% if it still has a p ratio of less than 20% uh, less than 20 if it still has a low price to book value then just load uh, and just stay and the good part about when it goes down is don't sell just buy more that's probably the smartest thing you can do for example if Warren Buffett, uh, for example, if Warren Buffett's stock crashes, he's probably going to buy more. For example, Apple, Apple flew up to 230. Warren Buffett become a really, really rich person. But then, well, but then when Apple's crash from 230, it was at around 1.05 trillion, 1 trillion and 50 billion. So, and then that thing just crashed, crashed around 150, 160 today. What does, what do you think Warren Buffett was doing? Do you think he was sitting there selling off his 20%? No, he was simply buying more. He sat there and bought more and more and more Apple, and then he just wait for it to go up again. And he will. It will have to go up again because Apple is a wonderful company, according to Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett thinks it's gonna go up, eh, and it's probably gonna go up. Also, how do you stop dealing with making a quick buck? Well, that simply greed and that simply requires self-control. Just stop wanting to make a quick buck for example forex trading and using technical analysis and such uh, degree poker and all that kind of nonsense with jargon like stochastic oscillator rsi the volatility index you know volatility index but the exponential moving averages of 50 is right around 2% from the stock price so i think it's going to be a pullback right there That's what technical analysts say, and there are many, many, many articles all over the web on technical analysis. Don't listen to them. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you right now. Don't listen to them. Peter Lynch's most famous example. He held the stock. It cost sixty dollars. It had gone up from ten dollars to sixty dollars, something like that. Then the technical analyst said, "Okay, I think you should sell because the 200 moving average is just crossing the price." or something like that. 
it's kind of made up but it's kind of copied from him but then what exactly happened the stock went up all the way to $600 and he could have made another 10 times gain on the stock poor peter lynch he listened to a technical analyst he could have gotten much richer but then he listened to a dummy who called himself a technical analyst who sat down there with charts and who's just devoted to looking at the charts and looking at where all those weird squiggly lines are going i mean that's basically her technical analysis is basically the study of squiggly lines and random bars that are very colorful to look at and they are very colorful to look at moving on how do you start making a quick buck so one take out creed stop listening to the news they say amazon stock is going to go up in the next 5 days don't listen to that don't trade invest because if you trade the only thing that's going to go up is your commission and the only thing that's going to go down is your profits as by as benjamin graham rightfully said investors make money for themselves while speculators make money for their brokers and that still holds that was true back in 1929 and that's true today because when when you trade you're never going to make money and there are people who are consistently profitable traders as they call themselves as they dub themselves that's the right word to use i don't listen to them because what they do is they predict forex markets i mean do you really think you can expect what's going to happen in the next 7 seconds no you can't also can you think i don't know can you say with utmost confidence that the stock price of a company keeps changing throughout the day do you think the value of the company keeps changing throughout the day no it does not the value stays pretty much constant so if Once you are, if you believe fast is equal to value, you don't have to listen to this podcast anymore because when you listen to this podcast, you believe, uh, you're believing in buying value that's more than price. All you have to do is figure out the value and then just pay a lot more, and then just pay a lot less. That's the secret to investing, as you can see in one of my posts. So with that, I conclude this episode. So basically, to stop psychological forces, stop listening to CNBC and other sources, stop listening to analysts. Stop listening to the guy who predicted the last market correction and just remove the stock market from your life. Look at Warren Buffett. Take him as an example. He's been in the market for like 80, he's 89 right now and he got in at the age of 11. So he's been in the market for around 78 years. He looks at his stock prices once in two weeks and do the same because once in two weeks, find there might be some change in fundamentals and don't care about the earnings season. Also simply bring about self-control. Because self-control is a big thing. If you can control yourself from eating that bag of chips, or if you can control yourself from watching Netflix when you have homework or some studying to do, or some work at our some work, the same way you can control yourself from looking at the stock market every five seconds of the day, especially if you're affected by it. See you next time. Go follow me on Twitter at Elite Underscore Investing, and on Instagram at Elite Underscore Investing. So. I'll see you next time with another episode of the Elite Investing Show.